Like a big knife playing in the street Gonna be a big man someday You got mud on your face You big disgrace Kicking your can all over the place Singing We will, we will rock you And hello everybody The song that you're listening to is We Will Rock You Performed by Queen This was featured on Mighty Ducks 2 and it is uh, actually it's been featured in a lot of songs, but uh, we're going to talk about Mighty Ducks too. Take it, Kevin. All right. So on this week's episode, we reviewed Office Party, and our throwback flicks of the week were Mighty Ducks Two and Scott Pilgrim versus the World. And we went over all the new movie trailers that have come out recently, and we had a special guest appearance by Arnold Schwarzenegger himself. Enjoy. Hello, everybody, everybody, hello, and welcome to We Synced It. I Synced It. <laughs> yeah, this is a weekly podcast that focuses in on TV, movies, and all the entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing today? Pretty good. Actually, uh, I like the fact that I'm laying down on my bed as we're recording this. Yes. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are not in the same location, but we are in remote places. Kevin is talking to me via his house, and I am talking to him via my house. And uh, I have to admit, this is really comfortable. <laughs> this is, I am really feeling comfortable right now. Um, we could... For some reason, for some odd reason, we couldn't link up this week, so we decided to uh, give uh, everybody an episode that's kind of different, but kind of the same. We're both from uh, remote locations. Not remote. How would you say this? Yeah, yeah. I guess you could say remote, yeah. Yeah, but um, we have a lot of things that is happening, a lot of things has popped down, that popped during this week. Um for example, I think we have like what three or four trailers that released between uh, last week's We Seen to podcast and this one, and I have to admit, there's not a lot of. Uh, uh, I mean, what, what trailer do you want to start off with? <laughs> what, well, do we want to go into trailers or do you want to review? Uh, yeah, let's what, review. Let's review before we go into the trailers. So. Um, Pat had received um, advanced screening tickets to the movie Office Party. Yeah. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to go. <coughs> Excuse me, but um, Pat, you went. How? Uh, what did you think about Office Party? Yo, it was a fun movie. It was. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm really liking the fact that they're making a lot of adult holiday movies. That it's like, um, cause back when we were little kids, they made holiday movies that everybody can uh can enjoy kind of thing like oh you bring your your kids to go watch this movie now i guess they're figuring out that um maybe not a lot of adults have kids or not with their kids or something like that so what they're doing is 
yo, we're making a movies that are just for adults. This is the second year in a row that they've done this. With uh, last year, they came off with uh, the movie with Seth. Uh, was Seth Rogen? Is yeah. Seth Rogen. Uh, what's the name of that movie that he came out with? Uh, that Christmas movie that also had. Um, Jesus Christ! I mean, so Seth Rogen, uh, jo- uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, the night of, the night before, the night of, the night before, the night before yeah. that came out last year, and we had sneak preview passes to that movie. That movie was fucking hilarious. It, it was, um, I, it was. Uh, I didn't really expect that kind of funny coming out from that kind of movie because I thought it was just gonna be mostly Christmas. Even though I knew that the fact that Seth Rogen is uh, Jewish, it uh. <laughs> That are, that already is a, a comedy all by itself, but uh, that was pretty dope. Um, this movie, basically, uh, the story is that um, there's a boss. Oh, <laughs> you all right? There's a boss. Yeah, I don't know what the hell I'm choking on, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, there's a boss, and uh, I'm not going to give you uh, all the story, but she plans on uh, like firing everybody because they're running out of money. And in order for them to keep their job, they have to get this hot this client who's supposed to be like a what, what some people might call a, a cash whale or something like that. And if they if they land this account, basically they'll keep their they'll keep their firm in the in the black. So what they do is they just throw an awesome office Christmas party and they invite him. I'm talking about. Over the top drugs, everything you're talking, everything that you wanted in the office Christmas party, and Jesus, they just they that's what they do. They get the they they get the DJ, they get the the drug dealer, they get everybody. They even use animals, and usually when they throw animals into a party, you know it's gonna be it's hilarity ensues, and that's what happened in the movie. Um, to be a hey, when I went to the movies, there wasn't a lot of people there. Really? No. Nah. It was on a Monday, so not a lot of people showed up because um, there's also a screening that's today and there's another screening that's tomorrow. So I don't think a lot of people picked the Monday screening. Oh, yeah, because I think almost all the advanced screenings we've gone to have either been like on a Wednesday or Thursday, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, for the most part, the ones that are I'm starting to realize that the ones that are later in the week, those tend to be for the like Broward Broward and uh, and like the popular areas, I would say. <laughs> like, what's that movie theater we went to? The one that was in Core Gables or whatever. But we're, uh, we're talking shop right now. But I suggest everybody to watch this movie. It's a cool holiday movie to watch with your friends or your girl. You know what I mean? Just to get some comedy in it. There's a, um, I mean, it has uh the girl from SNL in it. Who is uh I think she is she is the next rising star in SNL. She she plays um man, what's her name? Uh Kate McKinnon. Yeah, they got her. She's in the movie. Uh they also have uh it, it's it's an all star cast. Well you know it's a B. It's a B star cast. <laughs> it's not it's not an A listers. But is this gonna be is this gonna be one of those movies that like is it gonna like stand the test of time as like a good Christmas movie or is it gonna be like one of those forgettable ones? Ooh, <clears throat> oh, that's a good question. You know what? It may not. You know what? I believe that it may not stand the test of time 
for us. But it will stand the test of time for people who are, let's say they're in high school right now. And, okay. And, you know, they one movie theater is like, oh, you know, let them go watch that movie. It might stand the test of time for those people. Like, I guarantee it, like, uh, down the road, 10 years from now, if we were to have a conversation with uh, people who are 10 years younger than us, they would say that this movie uh, holds up with the greats like uh, National Lampoon Christmas Story, uh, Christmas Vacation and stuff like that, where okay. we might question their uh, <laughs> their choice. But um, you know what? To each his own, right? To each yep. their own. But... Uh, <coughs> What, what will I give this movie? What will I give this movie? Uh, uh, out of five eggnogs, I would give this movie, since it's a Christmas movie, and there's not a lot that's coming out this year, um, I'm going to give it a solid three and a half eggnogs. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, extra shot of Jack. <clears throat> nice. Mm-hmm. All right. What, is it uh, rated R? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <clears throat> Okay. All right. So that's past review for Office Party. Still got to check that out. Um, let's get into our throwback uh, picks of the week. Uh, Pat, you want to start us off? Uh, yeah. My throwback pick of this week is Scott Pilgrim. I ended up watching this movie um, two days ago because uh, I actually saw when I was on YouTube. I saw the the metric remake song that was by was Clash at Clash at Demon Head. I think that was the name of the band that yeah. was in uh, Scott Pilgrim, which also uh, had an Oscar award winning actress playing uh, on vocals at Clash at uh, Demon Head. She was a uh, she played. I forgot Scott Pilgrim's uh, ex girlfriend and. Um, I saw the movie. I enjoyed it. This has had this had to be my like third or fourth time watching it. Didn't catch anything new. I was just you know just watching the classic just so I can burn through two hours. And the movie just doesn't get old for me. I really I still do like the special effects in that movie. Yeah, they still captivate me. The I whole- think that movie is definitely a movie that will stand the test of time. Definitely. For like generations after us. Like they're gonna look back and say, Oh man, that was a cool yeah. movie from the two thousand two thousand tens or whatever. Yeah. But and um uh, I have to admit, Michael Sierra, that is his best role yet. Yeah, I definitely, think that yeah. I think that role was made for him. <clears throat> that mo- that role was made for him. He he uh he acted the shit out of that role. And I give it to him. I don't even know what he's it's, doing. It's now. it's one of those movies that like right when the opening logo not even the opening logo, before the opening logo, when the universal logo comes up and it's like eight bit. Yeah. It sounds like a Nintendo intro or something. Yeah. I remember the first time watching that, I was like, Oh, I already know I'm gonna like this. Like they're entertaining you right when the movie starts and it keeps you entertained till the last second of the film. Exactly. It is like there's awesome not one dull moment in that whole entire movie. Everything, every yeah, everything is like meant for pure entertainment. And you know what I realized? I wonder why Michael uh, <coughs> Sierra or Sarah, fuck you say his last name. I know he's Canadian. Uh, yeah. 
But uh, I want to know why hasn't he made? Why hasn't he been uh, casted in a um, Wes Anderson movie? Oh, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's gonna happen soon. He needs to be in a Wes Anderson movie. He, he has that, uh, that dull look that people have in Wes Anderson movies. Just, yeah. th- I'm just thinking, I'm just looking at pictures of him and his Juno face that they have right here on Google. I'm like, yo, why, why isn't he in? Wes Anderson. But you know what? Maybe that's the reason why Wes Anderson hasn't contacted him is because it's like predictable. If you notice in a lot of Wes Anderson movies, he picks actors that you wouldn't expect in a, in a Wes Anderson movie, like Bruce Willis. Oh yeah, yeah. You know. Definitely. Wait. So I think maybe that's the reason why he hasn't picked them is because it's too like, like we already expect that. Yeah. Jeez, yeah, I didn't know that he was from Texas. For some reason, I thought he was from like, from England. You know, I think I he was from a, where? He's from Texas, Houston, Texas. Uh, Wes Anderson. Oh man, he must have been like picked on. <laughs> definitely, definitely. You know what? That's why we need bullies. Once again, that is my campaign. We need bullies in the world just so they, so we can have our Wes Andersons and our uh, Steve Jobs and our Bill Gates. We need bullies. So stop bullying the bullies. Is what oh I say. It's true, man. It's true. So oh. go ahead with your movie. Uh, my throwback pick of the week. Um, I actually have several, but um, I'm gonna pick just one. Uh, Mighty Ducks two, which is now on Netflix, and I'm super excited about that. I kind of wish they would have had the whole trilogy mm-hmm. on Netflix, like how they did with Back to the Future. But it's okay. Part two is a good movie. Um. So, Mighty Ducks 2, starring uh, Emilio Estevez, uh, Joshua Jackson, and a whole bunch of people. Keenan Thompson, this was his uh, his introduction into the team. This and, was supposed uh, to be, um, was this supposed the state to be like versus a, state, or was this the one that is, because I know it USA. grew. Yeah, okay. Oh, so, this yeah. was the one that was country versus country. All right. Yeah, this was uh, Team USA going against... Uh, Team Iceland, oh. and you could tell they're trying to mimic the, you know, the the famous uh, Olympics where it was like Team USA going against Russia. Yeah, you could tell like they were t- trying to mimic that, and um, you know, they introduced new characters into the story. You know, they added a lot more like flavor to it. Like they added uh, the kid from Texas who had like that twang in his accent. Yeah, uh, you got Keenan Thompson. You got the enforcer, the big dude that's like. You know, crushing it with defense. Um, and then you got Emilio Estevez. His story is that now the, the team is being sponsored, so they got all this money. They, you know, they schmooze Emilio Estevez into, like, buying this really nice house. And, you know, he gets the ego. He lets the ego go to his head. And then he uh, kind of goes away from, like, actually coaching the team. And now he's all worried about, you know, the sponsors and, Typical, you know, typical predictable story, but, I mean, it's still the Mighty Ducks. It's still fun to watch. I still think Mighty Ducks is, like, one of the best Disney movies, one of the best live-action Disney movies. And it was, like, one of the movies back in the 90s that was, like, really geared towards, like, like me and boys, and it wasn't, you know, too, like, corny. It was, like, it was a fun sports movie, yeah. which Disney needed, and... um you know, they play Queen at the end. You can't complain about that. That's just awesome. <clears throat> yeah, you know what? I think that was my first time ever hearing that Queen song. 
Yeah, they played both uh, We Will Rock You and We Are the Champions at the end of the credits. Yeah. I think it was uh, We Are the Champions. No, I must have heard that before. All I know is that I remember rewinding it, rewinding it on uh, VHS and listening to them saying uh, the Queens, We Are the Champions over and over again when I was a little kid. Yeah. I, I told you that when I was a little kid, um, my folks gave me, I think it was like 40 bucks. And <coughs> I bought that Mighty Ducks. I bought Mighty Ducks 2 and mm-hmm. I bought uh, a Nightmare Before Christmas. Blew through my whole 40 bucks because back then VHS's were 20 bucks a pop. And I yep. blew through both of them shits. Like it was just like my parents just said, oh, this is for you for spring break. Do with it whatever you will. And I remember hey, walk, Yeah. Oh my god. Like a fucking dumbass, man. I just went to I remember I went to Walgreens. Walked walked to Walgreens and I was looking at oh man, I'm gonna watch some movies. I bought like I tried to get like three movies. Only had enough for two. So I removed one movie. Don't know what it was, but I remember I got uh which Nightmare Before Christmas. And fucking uh, Mighty Ducks 2. I mean, I look back on it and I'm like, God damn. But uh, you know what? I don't regret it. I don't have those movies now. Can't find them. Don't even know where they are. But Because uh, it's on Netflix now. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Both of them are on Netflix. So, yeah. <laughs> But I'm happy that I, I what you call it, because I watched the shit out of both of those movies. I mean, I still like Mighty Ducks 1 over Part 2 because, you know, it's like the introduction to the whole team. And, it, yeah. you know, it's really cool when he's, like, teaching them how to do the flying V and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Part 2, I think it's still one of the better ones. It's um, out of five hockey pucks, I'll give it a three and a <laughs> half as well. You'll give it a three and a half? Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of, uh, they had the dude from Florida, man, who couldn't stop. Oh, that's right, man. <laughs> Yeah, the kid from Miami. The, yeah. uh, of course, they had, to, they had to make him Hispanic. Yeah, he and couldn't stop, but he was the fastest guy in the United States. Fastest ski, yep. uh, skater in the United States, but he just couldn't stop. What was his was, name? What well, used to say his last name. Uh, his, uh, I think it was, uh, I know his last name was Mendoza. Because yeah. it said Mendoza at the back of his jersey. Yeah. His first name, I don't. I just remember them calling him Mendoza. Yeah, I remember they were calling him like Mendoza, and I remember that one time that he did stop. He just put like a whole bunch of ice shards or whatever they call it on the on the goalie's face. He said, "Hit the puck," and then he hit it. I was like, "Oh man!" (laughs) So he stopped. He stopped. (laughs) Man, you know it's crazy. As a little kid, it's like you would get excited for those little for those moments. Yeah, you get excited. For that. He actually stopped, but you, as an adult, you know that's what they're doing. They're just building up to the moment. Uh, and it's funny because in part three, in part three, they all go to like this like prep school. Yeah, and he's like the since he's the Latin one, of course they they make him like to the they make him like the Rico Suave, yeah. <laughs> like hitting on the girls. Who wrote this? Who wrote these <laughs> stories? <laughs> so cliche. Yeah, man. They made him the what you call it because uh, he was supposed to be a freshman, mm-hmm. but he was getting um, he was getting uh, what oh, yeah, you call he was, it? He was hitting on like the varsity cheerleaders, the varsity and cheerleaders and stuff. <clears throat> oh <clears throat> my gosh, man, that's fucking hilarious. The series, you know what? I have to admit, we gotta we gotta have a podcast about that, like the best series 
of movies because I yeah. I think that uh, for the most part I think uh, Mighty Ducks it really it's better than most movie series that are out there. I have to say that Mighty Ducks is better than Transformers. Oh hell yeah! Twilight. I will pick <laughs> Mighty Ducks over Transformers any day of the week, man. Yeah, I think is 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 way better than uh, Transformers. The whole series and Transformers uh, has more movies than Mighty Ducks. I think Mighty Ducks only has three. Transformers they're working on their fifth one right now. And speaking of Transformers, mm. we're going to talk about movie trailers. Yeah. Yeah. So this, uh... <laughs> tra- uh, the trailers that have come out this week are uh, Transformers Part 5, The the Last Night, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and The Mummy starring Tom Cruise. Uh, let's start with Transformers. Pat, what do you think of the Transformers trailer? Um, I saw it, to be honest, I saw it today at work. With no no audio, which was a good way of watching a trailer, you know what I mean? I'm 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 thinking that maybe that's the way I'm gonna go about it, like watch a trailer, all the way through, watch without no audio, so then I can see if I can get some more visuals to see if it can make more of a if it can make more sense to me, and then uh, I don't know what other auditory, uh, uh, what other thing I can uh, maybe I could watch it uh, with my eyes closed so I could just listen to it. See if it makes sense either way. It's like that. Maybe I could do that kind of stuff. But uh, I watched it. <clears throat> and um, what can I say about it? What can I say? Well, you, 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 you mentioned something before we started recording. Something mm. interesting where, um, you know, they got Anthony Hopkins in the movie, obviously. And you were saying how, like, they're just throwing in these A-list actors. Oh, yeah. That's, like, the only thing they've got. Yeah, it seems like they're just throwing in A-list actors, like these vintage A-list actors. Like uh, last one, they had uh, Frazier. That's I don't know. If yep. That's really, yeah, right. They had yeah. a dude from Frazier on there, and to be honest, I thought he was gonna be more menacing, more uh, like more of a villain, a villainous character kind of thing. Like, um, but you know what? Star Wars, Star, Star Wars. I'm about uh these Transformers movies. Yo, the only reason why we we have so many right now is because we had that writers' strike. Remember that? Because we had the what? That writers' strike that took place when they were coming out with part two. Remember when that's what uh Michael Bay, that's what he said. The reason why his movie uh was so bad, like the script was so bad, is because. In the middle of writing the script, they had a writer strike in Hollywood, so nobody was writing scripts. Uh huh. So that's why he said that movie was so bad. Me, I basically was like, "Okay, I bite." <laughs> okay, man. Um, to, and I mean, he broke records with that uh, part two. He broke records, and on top of that, he's in again his books for most explosions in a movie. But wait, uh, so are you saying that because? It made money even during the writer's strike that that's the reason why people still keep watching it? No. I think it's one of those things like um, it's grandfathered in kind of thing. Oh, okay. Got yeah, it. so just because it, it did so much. It, part one did so much because this is the first time we're going to see an actual Transformers movie. Second one did so much because it was a writer's strike. Everybody was putting out shit that year because there was nobody writing anything. Everybody was putting out shit. 
So he came out with a movie, and he and his and his counter to the writer strike was let's add more explosions. Which, to be honest, as somebody as somebody who make movies and stuff, that is a solid answer. Okay, we don't have no writers. Let's put more action in it. Which which was kind of weird because you remember there was I don't know if you remember part two, but there was this scene that happened around like uh, the climax of it that uh, Sam Wickwicky, who is Shia LaBeouf. Um, uh-huh. He's supposed to have this intimate moment with his father. And uh, he, he tell his father, yo, dad, I have to go. I have to go help him. I have to go do this thing. And his father said, no, you're going to stay here. And he said, no, dad, I have to go. Then rather than his father have this like uh, this touching moment that is like it's supposed to be built throughout the whole uh, throughout the whole movie that his father is like, yo, you're my son kind of thing. And I got to protect you. He had this moment of he just yelled at his son saying, no, you're going to stay here. You're going to be here with me. I got to protect you. I'm your father. And it was like, oh, man, <laughs> it was like it was so bad. It was like, oh, this is terrible. And I can see that um, the actor who played his father, I've seen him in movies and he's always delivering good shit. That right there was some bad shit. And I was like, God damn it. You know what? Uh, well, there's no writers. <laughs> there was no writers. That was that was the excuse for the whole thing. It was like, well, you know, they, they had no writers. It was a writer's strike. It was a writer's strike. To be honest, I want to go back into that year, go into the vault, and I want to see what actually won Oscars, what won Emmys, won won daytime Emmys, won, won, uh, what won, like, mostly these things. Because I want to see if the reason why they won would it be because... Um, there was no writers at all because I know uh, what, what what show actually fell because of that. Uh, what's the name of that show that everybody will keep on talking about? About the people who got stranded on the island. Oh, Lost. Lost. Yeah, that that show. They 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 had a there was up Shit Creek. Um, there was a lot of shows that were on TV that that was affected. Oddly enough, The Office wasn't affected by that writer strike. I don't believe because. For the most part, most of that stuff is just um, it's improv. Yeah. So it's like you can't. What are you and like, do? and I think I think some of the actors on The Office were actually writers too. Oh, you see, see, that's that's pretty fucking good. That's pretty yeah. damn awesome. But I mean, going back to Transformers, oh, um, like <laughs> I, you know, I I, I think that the writer strike. It seems like every Transformers movie had a writer strike because mm-hmm. the dialogue is just so bad. Um, I think the only line from Mark Wahlberg in the trailer is like, he says something like, "Oh, come on, let's go," or something like that. It's oh, like, yeah. is it it's supposed to be like a post-apocalyptic future or something? I don't know if it's post-apocalyptic. I don't know if the world has already ended or not, but. This I don't know. I, I just really don't care at us. this point. You just don't. I fun. really don't care at this point. <laughs> the sequences. You don't like, want to watch it I just think, for the just for the culture, just for the art. You don't want to watch it like, just for the art. Like okay, for Transformers One, I think I wanted to see it because I wanted to see an actual car turn into a robot because mm-hmm. we hadn't seen that before Transformers. Yeah. So I was excited to see that. Yeah, I think yeah, to be honest, that's the only thing they really got going for them. Like the graphics and stuff, that, it's amazing how they make those uh, those things transform. They answer questions. Then, like if we're gonna go 
a positive and negatives about the movies, they answer questions. Like if you were transform, if you were in a car and it was to transform, would it kill you? Yes, it would. But they've never done it. But I've seen uh, Shia LaBeouf or somebody fly out of Bumblebee while he was transforming, and then he transformed back and put them into the car, which was fucking amazing. And I think for Transformers Two, when I saw the trailer, I was a little bit excited just because they like they kind of gave a tease of what some of the sequences were going to look like, so that was cool. And then, but after I saw the movie and saw how bad it was, then I thought, okay, I don't care about action sequences. I don't care about them transforming. I just want a good story. And then when I saw the third one. I felt like okay, these guys are just running out of ideas now, and I mean, I, we, um, we, what you call it? Like uh, back when we were in college, it was me, you, and uh, Ralph, and we each had our had our own director that we was like, yeah, man, you you gotta you gotta give him props for what he does. I had Michael Bay, I was a I was <laughs> a fan of him because uh, uh, I followed him on Facebook, even though he still hasn't given me uh, he hasn't given me no friend request back or anything like that. But that's cool. Um, I file. Uh, what's who? Uh, Ralph had uh, Justin Lin. <laughs> Ralph had Justin Lin. Uh, you had Christopher Nolan. And yeah, I remember when we were talking about what, what, uh, what's better? What's the better food or better? F- uh, w- what movie is uh, is of better quality? And I was like, Yo, Michael Bay movies are meant for the summer. To, to be honest, I still believe that his movies are meant for the summer. It's coming out in July. It's coming out in July. Yeah, I agree. And you know, Christopher Nolan, he, he owns the the fall. Even though the Academy won't represent, they won't recognize that he owns the fall, I seriously believe that whenever he comes out with a movie in the fall, I'm going to watch it. Dude, We remember when we were about to go to Disney World? We, before we went to Disney World, we actually... Went to the IMAX theater before we actually left. You remember that? Yeah, we went to go see the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, we went to go watch the fucking movie. We were like, oh, wait. Well, before we go there, how about we go watch the movie before so we can, what you call it? So so we could just get And that movie that actually came out in the summer. Oh, it did. It did. Yeah, that was the middle of summertime. But I think, like, after after Transformers three came out, I think I kind of like gave up on Transformers, and then I remember reading an article because Michael Bay, after he made Part three, he said, "Look, I'm not doing any more. I'm just going to leave it as a trilogy. It's done." And then Universal Studios mm. made the Transformers ride. Uh-huh. After they made the ride, he announced he was going to make another trilogy, and I was like, "Why? <laughs> Why is he going to do it if he just said no?" And then I read this article online where. Uh, Michael Bay had stated that he was on vacation with his family and they were at Universal Studios. They were getting in line for the Transformers ride and the line was so long and he saw like how much you know people liked Transformers that he decided to do uh, another trilogy. But to me, I, I, I read that article thinking, dude, he's just looking at the line of people and realizing, wait a minute, I could still make money off of this. And that's why he decided to do another three movies. Because it's true. He's still going to make millions of dollars off of this movie. It's still going to be successful. Yeah. Because I think I think every time he comes out with a new Transformers movie, like there's a new generation. There's like a new uh, group of like 
eight and nine and ten year olds that are like, yeah, we're gonna watch it. Yeah. So it makes sense to to make these movies from like a financial standpoint. Like this is one franchise that it's not gonna stop making money. It's always gonna keep making money no matter what. So, I mean, kudos to him, man. He's one director that has found the formula to not stop making money. Yeah. Because it's the same movie every time. There's no there's it's, no surprise. There's no surprises when you watch a Transformers movie. Like, he's going to come out with a movie that's going to be popular with teenagers, and then he's going to wait a couple years until there's, like, a new generation of teenagers. Then he's going to make a movie for them, and he's just going to keep doing that over and over and over again. I think that's the reason why... You know, he he stated he was going to make another Bad Boys, but he's been kind of holding it off mm-hmm. because I don't think Bad Boys is going to make as much money as the first two Bad Boys because that generation has grown up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they would still be interested in it, but the Transformers formula, I think it just it's 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 like a fail like proof thing. It's like it's not going to fail. It's going to keep making money no matter what. Uh. It's a good look. It's a good look. Um, what else? So other than Transformers, we had Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy Part Two, which I'm super excited about. Yeah, I'm a uh, I'm uh, a, I'm all in. I'm all in on that. Yeah. Um, even though this trailer really didn't give me uh, a story, I actually watched the first trailer from uh, the first Guardians of the Galaxy, and it gave me more of a. The trailer that came out, the the first ones that came out. It actually gave me more of a story of like what's gonna happen. Yeah. This one right here was just giving me nothing but cool shots. Um, I still do like the the teaser because uh, uh-huh. the shots in the teaser were dope as fuck. There was this one. There was this one shot that was in the teaser that um, it was like in the beginning of the movie. The, in the, in the beginning of the, of the teaser, they really weren't showing the characters and the girl who's green. I forgot her name or whatever she does. Or um, there was a shot that all you see is just a little bit of her face, and then you just see her hair just whipping the wind. And I was like, and it just fades to black, and then it goes to another shot. I was like, yo, that's fucking dope as fuck. Like usually when I see like a shot, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna use that shit. <laughs> like that's yeah. all I can see. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna use that shit. Put that shit in my memory bank. That shit is fucking hot. And I, I saw that. I was like, yo, that's cool. Um. This one, I mean, for the most part, uh, people who I've spoken to about it, they're all about uh, Baby Groot. Yeah. Everybody's about Baby Groot. And I understand uh, they're going to do that. Um, even though in the comic books he can he can sprout up to his natural size anytime he wants. And I guarantee it he's going to do it by the end of the movie. He's going to be big, big Groot again. Wait, so did, um, oh, I forgot the guy's name. Oh, my God. Vin Diesel, did he voice this baby Groot or no? I think he did. He I did? I think he did, and then, and then they modified it. Oh, okay. Um, but I, I, I have a feeling that this movie might suffer from that, like, sequel curse where, like, the first one was really good, but then the second one, like, just failed like not failed like, miserably eh. but like it's like eh. but like kind of like what kind of like iron man like iron man was really good and then iron man 2 people were like yeah it was okay iron man also suffered from the writer strike 
<laughs> Iron Man 2 did. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, hopefully, you know, I'm hoping it's going to be more like Captain America, where the sequel was, like, a lot better. But, yeah. um, I don't know. I'm still, shot I'm too still, high with the I first still want to see it. They shot you know, way Chris too high Pratt, with the first I think, one. was perfect for that role. Yeah. Um, I think Bautista was perfect for the role. I think mm. uh, Bradley Cooper did a great job doing the voice so, of uh, Rocket. So I, I still want to see it because it looks like fun. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I, I If they do a volume three, I would love to see how this like whole trilogy plays out. Um, Kurt Russell, remember, is supposed to be in the movie because he's supposed to play Chris Pratt's dad. Mm. So So hopefully they show him you know, at least in the next trailer that comes after this one. Um, so yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then uh, next up we have the Mummy. Yeah, starring Tom Cruise. Uh, Pat, what'd you think of the Mummy? Um, this is um, Mission Impossible, bro. <laughs> this is basically Mission Impossible, but you know what? I'm gonna watch it because. Um, there's this game that came out for PlayStation. It's a game series that came out and is Uncharted. And that movie, the trailer for uh, Mission, oh, Mission Impossible, my bad, Mummy Impossible, came out, and I seriously thought, um, I'm like, yo, this the airplane scene reminded me of Mission Impossible uh, of uh, Uncharted. There's this, there's this scene, there's this sequence, sequence in uh, Uncharted. I believe it was three or two, and you're in the airplane, and the airplane is, is crashing down. It's falling out of the sky, and you have to find your way out of it. And that whole scene that that was in the Mummy trailer was it made me feel like it. And I'm like, oh shit! So this shit is supposed to be like an adventure movie. I'm in. I'm 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 uh, I'm what you call it. I'm putting out my chips. I'm all in because um, that game, um, what you call it, Uncharted, made me think of made me think of uh indiana jones and it has been a long ass time since we've had an adventure movie that has been that epic that you're traveling around the world that a person is traveling around the world and just you just you know trying to discover shit man i really like the indiana jones movies i really like uncharted i'm i don't know if i'm i know for a fact that i may not like mummy but i think it's gonna be enjoyable I'm definitely going to, they already got my, what, $15. They got it automatically. They already have it. And um, what else? Um, dude, we're due for a movie like that. I know everybody, I mean, usually when people talk about a, like, a epic, like, a adventure, uh, what you call it, like a movie like Indiana Jones, they like to bring up that Nicolas Cage movie, um, National Treasure. Please. Oh, God, that movie is nowhere near Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, please please they like to bring it up but that's that's just like what i was saying before people who grew or who are in high school now or people who are who are in high school then when i was asking that question who who bring that up they don't know really about indiana jones they don't know how he like dude they shot on location that's my argument i'm like yo they shot on location say so like dude when he was in afghanistan he was in afghanistan dog you don't understand that man he uh. shot on location, man. <laughs> he was he didn't stay in the United States. He went around the world, bruh. Oh, some people might say that about that movie with Tom Hanks, um Da Vinci Code. 
Ah, but it's not it's not as adventurous. It's, it seems like it's more of like um It's more like mystery. Yeah. It's not as yeah, it's not as adventurous. I I would not I would not put that in the same category as Indiana Jones or there was a lot of movies there was a lot of movies. When Indiana Jones came out, there was a lot of movies that came out that was just like Indiana Jones. There was um there was that movie with the dude who has the hole in his chin, the butt chin. And uh, <laughs> there was a lot of Ooh. movies. There was a guy who came out with a movie that was just like Indiana Jones. A whole bunch of them. I don't think I've seen them. Anna Jones. But, um, I mean, the reason why I want to see this is because I want to see... Because, you know, this is supposed to be part of the Universal Monster Cinematic Universe that they're doing. Really? So... Yeah, it's like it's basically like what they're doing with the Justice League and the Avengers, but now they're doing it with the uh, Universal Monsters. So this is going to be like the movie that like started off. So they're coming out with the Mummy, and then they're going to come out with like Frankenstein, the Invisible Man, the Wolfman, and they're all going to be in the same universe. And it seems like the character that you're going to see numerous times, one of them might be Tom Cruise, and. You're also going to see a lot of... Did you notice Russell Crowe was in this trailer? Yeah. Do you know who he's going to play? Who? He plays Dr. Jekyll. Oh, shit. Yeah, so he's going to be like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And he's going to... I guess he's going to be like the one central character that like co- co- connects all the movies together or whatever. So oh, I'm just more interested to see how that's going to play out. I think that's the real reason why I want to watch The Mummies, just to see... Because I really hope, I noticed that, yeah, I noticed the same thing, that the movie does look more like an adventure movie. But I kind of hope that they do make it a little bit scary because I think it would be cool to see a horror shared universe. Because with action and adventure, we already have it with the Avengers and with Justice League. So I would like to see a horror version of like a shared universe. Mm. And the movie that I was talking about is called Romancing the Stone. Oh, romancing okay, the yeah. stone. Laura Croft. That was another one. Laura yeah. Croft is another movie. Um, uh, oh, what you call it? What is this? King Solomon's Mine. There's a lot of movie that came out that was like, you know what? It came out straight. It was like on straight to uh, TV or straight to tape, whatever. But when it was on TV, I would watch it. Like romancing the stone, I would watch that movie. I definitely I watched that movie more than once. And I think they made like a part two to that movie, so it can't be that bad. And there was an Indiana Jones cartoon. I didn't even fucking know about that. I, I didn't know about James that. Bond. Yeah, I know there was a James Bond Junior cartoon. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, Why I used to? Did you ever watch the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles? I used to watch that. Really? I never watched you that. Never watched I, it? No. Nah, was it good? Yeah, man. It was. It was actually awesome. Like. Steven Spielberg and George Lucas both produced the TV show, and it was basically Indiana Jones when he was like a teenager growing up. It was really good. Holy shit! Well, I know good. that they have it at. Uh, I know they have it at the library. I saw the whole set there. I was thinking about renting it. Wait, aren't they making another Indiana Jones? Right. Uh, yeah. Steven Spielberg said he was going to make another one. And who's going to be in this one? Who's going to? Did they say anything about? 
who's going to be in the new uh, Indiana Jones? Uh, I don't think I don't think they announced it. I don't even know if they finished writing the script yet. Wait, oh wait, it says Frank Marshall talks Jane, uh, Jason Bourne, Indiana Jones five and more. How Harrison Ford made Indiana Jones an icon. I think if yeah, Harrison Frank Ford... uh, Frank Marshall is one of the producers of the Indiana Jones movies. Yeah, man. I mean, um, I'm looking forward to it. If they really do that with uh, this movie, with the whole uh, they're gonna, I mean, they're gonna bring a Frankenstein too. You know, uh, Dracula has to be like the head honcho, just like Monsters. Well, Club. well, you know the. I don't know. Did you see uh, Dracula Untold? Which one is that? Is that the one that came out recently? The recent uh, Dracula yeah. movie? Yeah. Yeah. That's the one with... Um, they showed his backstory about uh, how he became right. Dracula and stuff. Yeah, I saw that movie. So that one supposedly was supposed to start off this whole cinematic universe. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> but... I don't think I don't think that was a good movie to start it off because it, it was kind of mediocre for me. But um, I don't know if that if that's still going to be true or not. Because like I think originally they were planning on having that movie started off, but then I think because the movie didn't do so well in the box office that they kind of thought, uh, let's just pretend that we didn't say that type of thing. <laughs> So they're gonna so, do another one. They're gonna do another. Dracula yeah, because movie. I don't know if you remember at the end of that movie, they left you hanging. Like there was a cliffhanger at the end. They kind of like teased that there was gonna be a sequel, and I think they did that on purpose because it was originally supposed to be part of this cinematic universe. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> I kind of I, I kind of wish that if they are gonna do Dracula, they kind of do it again and they do it more like the classic scary Dracula. They gonna make it more dark. Yeah, I think they should make it more dark. Like this Dracula wasn't bad, but like it was too much action. Like like there was the whole war and the battle. Like yeah. I want to go back to like the classic scary Dracula. Mm-hmm. Like that Gary Oldman Dracula. Oh yeah. Graham Stoker. Graham Graham Cracker Dracula. <laughs> we'll go back to that one. But yeah. um what else what else trailer came out? Um, I mean, those are the only ones I remember. Uh, oh, um, Martin Scorsese, I know you had posted on the Facebook page. He's coming out with the new movie, uh, Silent, I think, or Silence. Is this going to be his last movie or no? His last movie? No. Nah. Is this going to be his last movie? Because um, I don't know, man. I know like all, every, all of the directors that we're, uh, we grew up with. They they're all like uh, you know they're just hanging up their hats. I think that's the saying. They're hanging up their their coats. Hanging I don't think hats. that's gonna be his last movie. This guy, I mean, Quentin Tarantino Mark, said that he only has two movies left, and he's working cool. on a musical, like some type of theater thing right now. So I'm not really sure if he's counting that as one of his movies, but I hope he's not. I don't believe that. But mm. Martin Scorsese, I mean, that guy. I know he's a little bit older, but he's got a lot. He's a very charismatic director. Yeah. Dude, have you ever I seen think... that commercial with him? The commercial with him uh and uh it, it was um it was like either a mom or a father who was telling a bedtime story to her little kid and then he pops in and just starts saying, "No, you're supposed to be doing this." And he starts he start giving them like a backstory of what kind of relationship they have and I was like, "Yeah. 
dude, I was like, yo, is that how he does it? Because I felt everything, dude. <laughs> it was like one of those, like, I'm, I'm there, man. I'm there. <laughs> like, whatever he would have say, like, he would say stuff like, he says, he said, you, he said, you, he, she missed, she missed your big game. She missed all this other stuff. She did all of other stuff. He said, you, you're having problems with your relationship. And I think, I think I out like, of the older, shit. I think out of the older directors, <laughs> mm-hmm. because Martin Scorsese, mm-hmm. he, he's one of the, the few directors that actually transitions from film to digital. Like he embraced digital. So I feel like he's one of those directors that embraces like new technologies and new things. So. That's why I don't feel like he's gonna stop anytime soon. Mm. Yeah, I hope he doesn't. I mean, he just got his Oscar not too long ago, like ten years ago. He got his first Oscar ten years ago. Yeah. So, and I've, I've, yo, I'm realizing that uh, the Oscars they be giving people Oscars outside of the actual event. Um, Jackie Chan just got his Oscar outside of uh, the actual Oscar event. He got one. Oh yeah, he got like some lifetime achievement award. Yeah, or something he's like that. he's got one. Um, uh, Spike Lee has one. Uh, who else has one? There, there's people who have Oscars outside of the actual event, and I'm like, I'm happy for him. Why is this not televised? Why is this right? But you know what? I'm I'm happy that they got one. I'm just happy. There's that they got there's one. even uh like um like there's a section of the Academy Awards that is like strictly just about visual effects. Mm-hmm. And like they even have a separate ceremony, but it's not televised. And like they'll mention it the night of the Oscars, but mm. um, oh yeah, they, yeah, like they give out a bunch of awards, and it's like yeah. literally just for like lighting and visual effects yeah. and things like that. Yeah, I remember um, before what used to be in that same category was um, shorts, but that was like oh man, let's say like fifteen years ago. Like they like they never used to televise shorts uh, like uh, sh- uh, shorts that are getting Oscars, and then yeah. they finally start doing that shit, and it was like, yo, I didn't even fucking know that. They said, oh, they've been doing this for years. I'm like, what? They finally are televising this thing right now, so you can get an Oscar for making a badass short. And I remember the first one that they showed, I was like, oh my god, dude, some of these shorts are awesome, and some of them are like. Okay, the only reason you made it in is because not everybody knew about it. Huh. And um, oh man, it is it's breathtaking, dude. Uh, that that right there that that gives people hope, man. Like, yo, I don't need to make an actual feature film if I can make a short. I can do something. I could do. I can. I can make some moves and make work my way up. And it's amazing. I I know a trailer you're talking about, the silence from uh, Marcus Casey. Sassy. I, I saw this trailer before. Um, it's supposed to be about uh, how um, they're trying to bring Christianity to Asia. Right. Japan, uh, yeah. okay. I think I think they sent a priest. He goes missing. So they send two other priests to investigate what happened. Yeah. So I think I, I think the movie's going to get really dark. Yeah. Oh, they said that this is a Marco Sassi's passion project. Oh, there we go. <laughs> They use, usually when they say passion project, meaning like this is uh, off the book. This is usually something that he just been really wanting to do, kind of shit. So this is passion project. This is like his baby. He doesn't. I mean, man, nobody. He doesn't want nobody to touch this. This is all him. So we're in for it. Andrew Garfield. What the fuck are you doing, buddy? 
Yeah, right, they got man. Andrew Garfield. They got uh, Adam Driver, who oh. played the, the villain in the last Star Wars movie. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know what, man, man? If they do, like, a sneak preview tour, man, I'm definitely going to see if I can get tickets for it. Maybe he might do Absolutely. a... Um, a Q and A, man. I'm not. I'm not gonna miss another Q and A, dog. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm not please. gonna miss another one, dude. After that last one, I'm not gonna miss another one. Uh, if, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all don't know, um, there was a Q and A that was done for uh, Lincoln. That was done down here in South Florida, and uh, I got tickets to go. Like, um, it was not like I had to go out of my way and put in my email and do all the other, you know, like go through loops and hoops and ladders and all the other stuff. I got the tickets. They said, oh, we have your reserved seats. I'm like, oh, OK. Um, didn't go. Don't know what the fuck we were doing that that uh, that day. Probably at the school, just going to Duffy's or just shooting the shit. And um, find out later on. Via uh, what you call it, one of these blog posts that uh, Mark, no, no, um, Steven Spielberg was it Steven Spielberg? Yeah, it was Steven Spielberg, and also uh, who's the dude who played Lincoln? The Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. They were there doing a Q and A, not a via satellite Q and A. They were doing a a sit down at the end of the movie with the director's chair. Doing the Q and A like that session in South Florida, and I missed it. We're recording the podcast. <laughs> I fucking missed it, and it was um. I remember when I told you, man, you were disappointed. <laughs> I was very disappointed when I found out. I was like, yeah, uh, I had tickets, and it was like, oh my gosh, I fucked up. That was a big fuck. That was the biggest fuck up that I'm like, man. We missed it. But it was the fact that you said it so, like, nonchalant. Like, oh, yeah, uh, Steven Spielberg was there. He was there. Got a chance to meet old Stevie. <laughs> and missed it. Could have asked him a lot of questions. Could have been a contender. Yeah. Could have been somebody. Who would have known where we would have been at since we would have bumped elbows with uh, Daniel Day-Lewis and uh, and Steven Spielberg? We could have been part of the movers and shakers. Could have been in L.A. right now. We don't even know. <laughs> I'm oh, dreaming. Okay. I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming okay. right now. <laughs> but, um, oh, wait. But if Martin Scorsese has it, we definitely have to be there. Oh, definitely. Oh, as a matter of fact, I think we have a, we, we have a caller on the line. Hello, caller. Hello. Hello? What's up? Oh, I think this is Arnold, uh... Arnold Schwarzenegger, hey, how are you doing? Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what happened to you, man? What's going now on? We're going to do something extremely fun. We're going to play a wonderful game called Who is my daddy and what does he do? <laughs> uh, now, nah, I don't really feel like playing, man, but um, I think uh, I think we're... What, what time is it, Arnold? Have, how long have we been going on for? One hour. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really? In approximately one hour, depending on traffic conditions. Okay. Um. <laughs> so, uh, Arnold, man, uh, 
I, I guess we're gonna have to call it quits because uh, Arnold wants us out of here, man. Uh, this has been Pat coming from uh, Miami. <laughs> oh my god! And my other co-host is this is Kev coming from. Uh, got no words. Miami. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have. They don't have for a lot of though. And we'll oh, see Jesus. you people later. Let me see if later. I can find a buy. Is there a buy here? Is there a buy? Uh. Yes, I would like to have a taxi cab, please. Oh well. Okay. All right, Arnold, man, take it easy. <laughs> oh my God. Time after time, I've done my sentence, but committed no crime. And bad All right. I hope everybody enjoyed that episode. The song that you're listening to is We Are the Champion by none other than Queen. Um, yeah, so um, I hope everybody uh, keeps it locked. Keep it locked. Email us. Uh, contact us on all of our platforms. All you have to do is just look up We Seen It on Google. And we are on a Cheaper Than Therapy channel on soundcloud and itunes and you can listen to us every thursday we do have other podcasts that post up on every wednesday but we are strictly movies on thursday and um kevin you got anything to say well i wanted to ask you so how'd you meet arnold oh uh craziest thing i saw him when i was in downtown miami and i went to this place called burbo and he cut in front of me and I didn't know who it was. And I'm like, hey, guy. And I'm like, yo, you're Arnold. I say, mayor of fucking California. No, governor of California. And uh, we had a little conversation. I told him that we have a podcast. And he said that, yo, man, just give me a call, man. I, I make a, I make a shout out. I'm like, all right, too. That's what's up, man. So, you know, we did the whole brotherly love, the hug thing, you know, the handshake to the hug. I didn't know he was, I didn't know he was about that, but, you know. <laughs> Give me a little handshake hug. Actually, matter of fact, I think I I can uh, hit him up right now. Yo, Arnold, man. Uh, what what's going on, man? Whoa, shit, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Yeah, yo, uh, you all right, man? What the hell is going on? Hey, Arnold, man. I'm just uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm Pat. We we met at a uh, bird bowl. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. Okay, um, man, Arnold's aggressive. <laughs> He's aggressive, man. Hey, you don't remember we uh we met like it was like on Monday, man. I had the number one. I think you grabbed the number two. You cut in front of me. Let me talk to your mother. Whoa, hey, hey, dude. I don't think you need to go there, dog. <laughs> I don't think you need to do that, man. Who is your daddy, and what does he do? Well, apparently, what's wrong with you, man? I don't think that's any of your business, Mister Schwarzenegger. <laughs> this guy has a problem, man. <laughs> no, nah, this is my other co-host, man. This is uh, it's Kevin, man. We we had a conversation about this this talk that we're supposed to be doing, man. What's what's going on? This is gonna make us fat. Okay, <laughs> I understand. I know I gained a couple of pounds, but uh, I don't think you need to really. Uh, I don't think we need to address that right now. Uh, I don't know. What, I don't know what you're talking about, man. What are we having for dinner? I don't know. What what do you think about pasta? Oh. That sounds like a plan. Yummy. 
All right. <laughs> All right, Arnold, man. All right, man. Uh, I guess we'll we'll see you later, man. That's that's not my name, but okay, man. I got you, dude. All right, play. Pay. <laughs> this guy, man, he just... He's a funny guy, man. <laughs> Are we going to have any other celebrities on the next episode? Uh, we might. I'm not really sure. We might have some celebrities. Um, might have Steve Carell. Um... Maybe uh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino oh, okay. seems like he's possibly get. Or right. Dr. Phil. We might have a lot of celebrities. I mean, it's endless. The lists are endless. I mean, I, I can I can hit up uh, Al Pacino, but uh, I'm not gonna hit him up right now. We should do like a Dr. Phil as a therapy session with all these other celebrities. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely what we're gonna do. <laughs> All right, uh, this has been Pat signing off once again, and this is Kev, and see you guys next week. Peace.